Welcome to the Business and Personal Development Podcast with Chris Haroon, where you'll find tips on how to take your career to the next level. Welcome to our 201st weekly webcast. Now, today what I want to do is I want to start by taking your questions as always, but I'm going to start by answering questions you have about my fifth one-year gold and platinum MBA degree program that starts on Friday, September the 30th. And so please type your questions now about the program or go to the link you see below right here to learn more. And one question I get is, how will the MBA degree specifically help me start my business? Well, what I've done in my career is I've started many companies and I've sat on many boards. I invested in Facebook when it was a private company in my venture capital firm. I've also been part of the Stanford University Graduate School of Business Curriculum, mentoring students in the only venture capital class that you can take at Stanford. I've mentored tons of students there, guest lecture, et cetera. And so in the third of four semesters uh, in my MBA degree program, we have what's called the Venture Capital Boot Camp. And I teach you in 15 hours, 15 hours out of the 300 plus hour MBA program, I teach you how to start a company from scratch, how to raise money. I've humbly raised and managed over a billion dollars in my career. I've made a lot of mistakes too. And I want to teach you from my mistakes and my minor successes. In fact, we had one student um, uh, named uh, Jim Tusev who graduated last year. He's from Los Angeles area. He graduated last year in the platinum program and he raised over $11.5 million for his startup using the methodologies that I humbly teach. And he raised money from venture capitalists, including uh, Tim Draper, who is the venture capitalist that actually was the first investor, or one of the investors, I should say, in Tesla, uh, as well as Baidu, uh, Twitter, uh, etc. So I teach you everything you need to know about how to start a company. And there's a cliche that I I love to quote, and I love cheesy quotes, uh, but failing to plan is planning to fail. And I don't want anybody to ever start a company until you write a full business plan using my methodology or anybody else's. Okay. Another question I get is, is it possible for me to get a job in accounting and finance if that's not what I studied in school? Absolutely. I teach you how to network on steroids in order to get tons of informational meetings to get the job of your dream. I've had many of my students transition to the venture capital sector and the finance sector. And I have one student who has an undergraduate degree, uh, but he did my MBA and he's halfway done my program now this year. And he just got a job at Goldman Sachs in investment banking. Uh, And so his start class, as I mentioned earlier, is the same start class we have a lot of Harvard Business School students, HBS, two thirds of HBS is BS. You can't say that about Haroon Business School. or Maybe you can, I don't know. And my, my last name is, is not heroin, it's, it's Haroon. It rhymes with baboon, now you'll never forget. But, but I teach you how to, how to aggressively network so you can get the job of your dream. Now, the old rules of applying for a job don't work anymore. You know, if you see a job opening online and you apply, you have literally a one in 250 chance of getting that job. It doesn't work. And the person that ultimately gets that job is the person that knows somebody on the inside of that company. So if this is the harsh new realities on how to get a job, it's exactly what I teach you. I teach how to network so you can get that job of your dream. And I'm confident you will or your money back. That's right. The next question I get is, how is this difference, uh, meaning the gold and platinum program starting uh, on uh, September 30th, how is this gold and platinum program different from the one that started in January of this year or June of this year? They're the exact same program. 
the exact same program. The difference is this program that starts on Friday, uh, September the 30th, uh, uh, is every Friday for one year from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Okay, uh, but you'll be part of the incredible network uh, we have of graduates of the Haroon MBA program. We have tons of them all over the world. And one thing they all have in common is they want to humbly help you. Okay, all right. And I've, I see somebody is spamming some stuff here. So hold on one second. And, and, and I appreciate your humor, but... I'm going to put you in a timeout, and I hope you don't mind. Now I'm just going to look to see what you're spamming. Okay, there we go. Chicken McFry, thank you for the comments. I appreciate it. It was just a bunch of funny emojis. Okay. All right. Um, so next question I get is how current is the MBA degree? Um, and so uh, what I've done is I've made sure it's always up to date um, I'm always adding new stuff, tons of new hours every year. Traditional MBA schools don't teach you social media networking or programming. I do. That's right. I'm adding programming to my course as well uh, coming this January. So anybody that's bought or will buy will get access for free. And the way I'm going to be teaching programming is very different. Um, I'm going to be teaching it in a visual way. Now, I was a programmer for years back in the 90s. I've worn lots of different hats in my career. I am a nerd. I love to code on the side. But the way I'm going to teach you coding is we're going to start with Excel and then we'll move on later to Python. The reason we start with Excel is because in Excel, you have macros. And what that means is you can record yourself doing keystrokes or entering stuff in cells, etc. And then after you record, it creates the code for you and you analyze the code. And whenever you create code, they're put into what are called subs. Okay. Um, and then there's end subs. And in the middle is all the coding variables that I teach in a lot more detail in my MBA program. And you can have many modules or many uh, subs or functions in one module, okay? And then you can call these subs uh, or, or functions from other subs, etc. And all these modules go in a project. So uh, again, I'm going to be adding this to the MBA program uh, starting uh, this January. This will be exclusive to my MBA students. And again, if you signed up for the MBA program in the past or in the future, you'll get all this stuff for free uh, forever. Okay, plus with the 200 hours of live Q&A that I also do in addition to the 300 hours of teaching on Fridays for my class starting September 30th. In these 200 hours, um, I take any questions about current events, etc. So we use the news to learn about business as well. Okay, now I'm going to wrap this up quickly and I'll get on to your questions. So type your questions you have about the MBA program there or any other questions you have about business, finance, career stuff. I'm here to help you as, as always. Okay, let me wrap this up. The next question is, is this degree accredited? No, it's not accredited and it never will be because I don't want bureaucratic government institutions telling me to teach theoretical stuff that will not help you in your career. I only teach practical concepts that will quickly help you take your career or business to the next level. This is not a degree mill. I'm doing this program to teach people how to immediately take their career to the next level or their money back. Now, in my MBA program, we have many Ivy League MBA graduates that say they've learned more in one month, humbly, in my program than in their entire degree and at a cost of only one to two hours, that's right, of what they pay at traditional old school theoretical MBA programs. And my methodology works, which is why my students have gotten jobs at Goldman Sachs, Google, Apple, Salesforce, McKinsey, the Boston Consulting Group, etc., Plus, my program has a 100% money-back guarantee that lasts through October 30th. 
So if you sign up right now, and there's only a few positions left, but if you sign up right now, you get 100% of your money back through October 30th. So you have nothing to lose and everything uh, to gain. Okay. Now, traditional MBA schools don't teach you the most important skills, and my school does. Traditional MBA schools don't teach you the most important skills, like how to network, how to raise money, how to present, how to interview, how to get customers, how to manage your own money. They teach you how to manage other people's money. And traditional MBA schools also don't teach you how to start a company or how to be much more productive every day from a personal growth perspective. And traditional MBA schools also don't teach you how to program or use social media platforms to take your career to the next level. My program teaches you all of this and much, much more. And it only costs you what you would pay for one or two hours of education at a traditional MBA school. Plus, I have a 100% money back guarantee. And many companies are now hiring without requiring a university degree like IBM, Google, Apple, Facebook, Wells Fargo, and many, many others. And so I humbly believe the days of educational elitism are in the past. And by the end of my, my life, hopefully I live for a long time so I can keep doing this. I'm 50 now, get old man, but I'm happy. But, hope, but I think by the end of my life, um, there will only be 50 universities left in the world. And so a lot of people are going to tell themselves, I'm not going to waste my money going to a traditional MBA school um, unless I get into a school like an Oxford or Cambridge, which are elitist anyway. Another question I get is, this is too expensive for me right now. Can I wait and take the course at a later date? I know financial situations for many of us are difficult right now. So I have a payment plan for the program to help with the cost of this investment for you. And you also have 30 days to try the program risk-free, actually more than 30 days. If you sign up today, by October 30th, you can get 100% of your money back. And I want you to get your money back if you feel like you're not getting at least 10x of a return on investment immediately. Now, in my experience, uh, when we put things off, telling ourselves we'll do it someday, someday never happens. And just imagine if you were to start right now and graduate with a class of 2023 uh, next year. Now, it's a commitment and it is hard work, but it's worth it. And after one year, I know in my heart, you'll agree it's worth the investment. You can ask any of my gold and platinum students that have graduated or have been part of the four-year previous, or the, the one-year uh, previous gold and platinum uh, uh, MBA programs. Okay, it's a one-year program. This is the fifth time we're doing it. Ask anybody. Okay, so what I want to do now is I want to take your questions. And thank you, everybody. Okay. And Chicken McFry, thank you so much for all those, those wonderful icons. But I put you in timeout. And my, my kids, we used to put them in timeout. When I was younger, there was no timeout, man. If you were bad, it was like, they'd hit you. And my wife, uh, my, my wife who is half Palestinian, uh, her parents uh, used to tell her, and for those of you that are Arabic, you'll laugh at this. They would say, if you're not good, Christine, uh, I'll give you kafen. And kafen, it, it means two slaps to the face. Smart. Use one word for two slaps. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, first question I've got is from uh, Abdul who wrote, is it a good time to buy Amazon stock? Um, so I invested in Amazon for years um, because I value the company uh, based on earnings estimates in five or 10 years in the future. And people used to tell me when I worked in the hedge fund industry, they used to say, Chris, you owning Amazon is a widow maker because and that's a harsh term. Sorry, but that's what they say on Wall Street because it's trading at 100 times earnings. And I would say, no, it's trading at three times my earnings estimates in 10 years. 
And so in my MBA program, I provide you with all the templates and tools so you can learn how to value companies and solve any business model that's right from scratch quickly. Now, I'm no longer an investor in Amazon. And the reason is because the founder, Jeff Bezos, has kind of checked out. He's a brilliant man, but he's no longer as involved as he was. Now, promoting uh, Andy Jassy, who started the cloud division uh, at, uh, at, at Amazon to become CEO is brilliant. It's why Satya Nadella became CEO of Microsoft, because he kind of started their Azure cloud business, which is their version of AWS. However, I never like to invest in companies and publicly promote them when the founder has stepped aside. Because what happens ultimately is, when, and the government's going to break up Amazon too. Uh, from an antitrust perspective, Gavin Newsom, the governor here uh, in, in the state of, of California, has already stated that there's a big antitrust investigation uh, against Amazon for rigging prices. That's right. Uh, but what happens is when a founder leaves a company, the company stops innovating. It's just, it is what it is because if you're a senior executive at a company and the founder is left, you can't impress him or her with new products you developed. And if you try to develop a new product and you fail, you're no longer climbing that corporate ladder. And so innovation always dies or slows down materially when a founder checks out partially or completely from a company. Now, if Jeff Bezos were still 100% involved with Amazon and running the company as CEO, the board would give him a lot of leeway in terms of experiments he wants to try to uh, ensure there's long-term growth. The problem is now that you have a CEO that doesn't have as much clout or market power as Jeff Bezos, the founder, did, is that he has to be much shorter term focused because that's what Wall Street wants. It's unfortunate. I never invest in companies where the founder has left. Okay. And if you want to learn more about this, when I worked in venture capital, I wrote a guest article for Venture Beat on called uh, When a Founder uh, Resigns from a Company, uh, uh, Everyone Should Run for the Exit. I see Chicken McFry, you, you signed up with a new account. And I am enjoying all of your images, um, but I'm going to put you in a timeout as well. Two times the charm. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. You're, you're in a you're in a timeout now. Okay. All right. I dare you to do it again. I'm just kidding. All right. Um, all right. Uh, uh, and in terms of telling you what companies to buy, I'll never tell you guys specifically what companies to buy. What I always want you to do is I want you to always do your own research. You know, I, I pride myself on on teaching you how to fish uh, instead of uh, providing you uh, with, with, a, with a fish. My fishing rod prop is it's over there. Actually, no, it's over here. I, I got to get it now. I have to I have to get it because I, I want to I want you guys to remember this. And it's fun using, using my fishing rod. And I'm very good at using my fishing rod when I'm playing Red Dead Redemption Part 2. It's the only time I can catch a fish. Oh, it's stuck. I'm pulling it down anyway. All right, it's stuck on the ceiling. I teach you how to fish. I don't provide you with a fish. And as people said in the old text, I'll leave that hanging there. If you teach a person how to fish, they'll eat for a lifetime. If I give you a fish, you'll, you'll eat for a day. Plus, nobody is smarter than you. Uh, and I want you to always do your, your own homework. Okay. All right, uh, next up I have got here, give me one second. Uh, Manas uh, wrote, uh, good morning, uh, my dear mentor, Chris, please. Uh, hope all is well, thank you. Good morning to you too. Lost task you today, hope you're ready for it, I am. I'm always ready, thank you. Okay, Renvir wrote, uh, hey Chris, I hope you're doing well. Can you please tell me how to join the Silver uh, MBA call? Yeah, so uh, in my Silver MBA program, um, if you go to the first lecture, you'll see a link there. 
and I do a weekly Zoom call for one hour at from 10 until 11 every Thursday my time. And then after that, I do a two-hour call with my Golden Platinum students, and I also do many one-on-one -on -one meetings with my Platinum students later today as well. Fred, how are you? Great to see you. Eric, how are you? Thank you for joining my YouTube channel. I see you have a trophy emoji there. Thanks for the support. Appreciate it. Uh, you wrote, good morning, Chris, and everyone uh, on the chat. Good morning to you, too. Uh, uh, next up, uh, Manas wrote, uh, Mark Zuckerberg has lost 55% of his worth this year just to Purdue, uh, pursue Metaverse. Uh, is Zuck failing to pitch Metaverse to the world or is something wrong with Meta investors? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So it's not just because his stock is down 55%, not just because he's, he's trying to pursue the Metaverse. It's down because uh, all growth stocks that materially outperformed last year and the year before are getting murdered right now. You know, people are transitioning from growth investments to value investments, like Warren Buffett type stocks, cheap stocks. They're also buying bonds as well uh, because, you know, governments keep raising interest rates. Uh, and so what's happening with Facebook right now, I don't think has that much to do with, with Meta, Metaverse stuff. I think it's the fact that organic growth is slowing for the first time in the history of the company. Uh, organic growth slowed year over year. They lost subscribers. And many other companies are seeing that too. You know, it's a, it's a secular shift or a cyclical, I say, because we're in a recession. You know, Netflix, for example, uh, missed earnings twice uh, and they saw year over year sub decline twice. One data point does make a trend, two does, two consecutive quarters. And so what's happening is there's just a lot more competition out there in terms of social media products like TikTok, uh, Disney Plus, for example, new streaming service. And I watched uh, part one of that new Star Wars show last night and I loved it. It was good. You guys should check it out. Yeah, it's called Antor. So there's a lot more competition out there. Now, Zuckerberg is right uh, to, first of all, rebrand the company because he knows that Facebook is going to get broken up. Antitrust will break them up. And so renaming the company Meta is smart. So you'll have separate companies. One will probably be Facebook and the other will be all their other stuff, like Insta, uh, WhatsApp, et cetera. They have to do it. And it's it's a reason why I humbly think that Google rebranded themselves as, as uh, Alphabet years ago, because they own the two biggest search engines in the world, Google and YouTube, and it's a matter of time until they get broken up. Now, Zuckerberg is right to really focus on Web 3.0 longer term, uh, because that's the next big secular growth uh, catalyst for internet stocks. Now. The best investments in history are platforms you want to own the road. Okay, so Facebook right now has the quintessential social media platform. I don't use it because I don't trust them really on a personal level. Facebook is so powerful that 40% of people on this planet use at least one Facebook app every single month. That's right, especially WhatsApp overseas. So they want to own the platform in the future. And the platform of the future, meaning the third iteration of the internet, uh, is going to be something virtual. It's going to take us a long time to get there because... Uh, Oculus uh, and VR headsets, there's only 15 or 16 million of, out there in the world versus the billions of consumers online. So it will take a lot a lot of time. Yeah. What would make me really bearish on Facebook is if Mark Zuckerberg steps aside. Yeah. Okay, next up, Sad Dink uh, wrote, um, uh, what do you think about the value investing approach of Seth Klarman uh, and the book Margin Safety? I've not read it, so I don't know much about it. But for those of you not familiar with value investing, there's two different categories of investors uh, and they tend to hate each other. It's like religion or politics. There's growth investors that like to buy expensive stuff that does well when the market's going up a lot. And there's value investors who like to buy cheap stuff like Warren Buffett. And cheap stuff and value investments tend to outperform materially during bear markets of which we're in right now. Yeah. 
All right. Um, next up, uh, Manas wrote, tomorrow I'll be launching uh, one of my newest Metaverse courses. Congratulations. Uh, the Complete Guide for Everyone. All of this has been possible because of you. Thank you. You wrote uh, for, for everything. I, I love and appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm, I'm going down the metaverse path as well, longer term. If you want to see a sample of what the, M the metaverse will look like in my MBA program, just go to mbametaverse.com. Thanks. I was shocked I got that URL. Okay, next up, we got uh, Rita, who's one of my platinum students uh, from Melbourne, Australia. He's a quintessential gentleman uh, and a friend of mine. Uh, Rita wrote, good morning, all uh, from down under, and wish you all a marvelous day and a great weekend. Lots of love. Likewise. Great to see you. Okay. Next up, the man wrote, uh, I like this guy. Uh, shame this wasn't actually live. Yeah, that first part when I was playing myself talking with the background music, so I looked like uh, a pimp from 1982. And the shirt kind of makes it look like that with my awful hairdo. That part I recorded. This part is not recorded. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, the man. I appreciate it. Next up, Jamie. Uh, it's my brother's name, too. Says, good morning. Good morning to you, too. Uh, and I think Jamie uh, is from Utah. And she's joining us uh, in the gold program starting September 30th. Great to see you. Thank you. And thanks for the feedback you sent me over email as well. I, I fixed that issue. All right. Uh, uh, next up, uh, I've got uh, Manas who wrote, uh, Putin called for military mobilization, calling 300,000 people from Russia, and he's also threatening to nuke and use nukes now. What will happen? Fear has taken over the market. What's next? Yeah. Yeah. So what happened actually overnight was you had a ton of people in Moscow that were pro protesting, um, and a lot of them actually got forced to join the army. They got called up, the 300,000 300, you're mentioning right there. But by, by Putin threatening nuclear action, it's showing how weak he is. He's desperate at this point. I don't think he would do it. Um, you know, the thing about the Cold War, uh, uh, Cold War Part 1, and now we're in Cold War Part 2, is in the United States, the government knew the Russians wouldn't be that stupid to launch a nuclear war because everybody would die. Uh, and I think that, I think the government in Russia is more rational than that. And I really wish that Putin were to step aside. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a nu nuclear nuclear war. No. Okay, just shows how desperate he is, that jerk. Yeah, Putin, not you. All right, Zach wrote, hey, Chris. Hey, Zach, how are you, man? Okay, next up, uh, Jamie wrote, I have a finance degree, and I've already learned several th things from the way Chris presents concepts, even though I'm only uh, through the first day of the MBA program. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks again for the feedback that you told me about. We just deployed a new website. And we had a couple of issues, which I fixed. Thanks to you. Thank you. All right. Next up, uh, Zach wrote, um, uh, what is your opinion about career changes in the mid-30s if study and training will take eight years? Yeah. Uh, I would say study and training would only take eight years if you're thinking about going to medical school, become a doctor or something. Yeah. Uh, and there's a charity I serve proudly on, which is called Doctors Without Degrees. That's not true. That was, that was an awful joke. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But tell me what career you're talking about, because I don't think there's any career that you have to study for eight years uh, in order to hit the ground running and, and change careers, unless it's medicine. Thanks. And, and changing careers in your mid-30s is nothing. I did it plenty of times in my 30s, man. I'm, I'm in my 50s now. I'm an old man. Yeah. And, and by the way, um, the average life expectancy today is 26 years longer uh, than it was uh, back uh, in, the, um, in the 1950s. So anybody that is, feels you're too old to start over, your age is really your age minus 26 years. So I'm actually 24. 
Yeah. I mean, look at me. I look like I'm 24. I got the maturity of a 12-year-old. Yeah. Okay. And in my MBA program, I teach how to change careers. Yeah. And if you're in my platinum program, I, I actually write your entire LinkedIn profile for you, not my staff, myself. All right, uh, uh, next up, um, uh, and McChicken, come back with your emojis. Come on, man, I dared you. You did it twice. Let's see if you can do it three times. Three times a charm. Okay. All right, uh, next up, uh, Manas wrote, uh, what are your thoughts on penny stocks as there's a penny stock? Uh, uh, yeah, don't ever do it, please. Uh, and thank you for that last little comment, which I didn't read out loud. God bless you, I love you. Um, don't do it. Now, I'm just about to publish my Wolf of Wall Street uh, reaction video. And in that video, um, I talk a lot about why you should not touch penny stocks. So look out for that. I'll probably publish it on Monday. I'm just getting closed captions added to it right now. And for those of you that haven't seen my, my vlog called uh, Wall Street Pro, humbly, Wall Street Pro reacts to the Billions TV show. Check that out. The second in that series of at least 20 is called Wall Street Pro reacts to the Wolf of Wall Street. Again, that will come out this Monday. I'll publish it Monday. Thanks. Yeah. And I talk about penny stocks as well. Don't do it because the difference between the bid and the ask spread is very, very wide. Yeah. Okay. And illiquid stocks own you in a down market instead of vice versa. Charles, how are you? Great to see you. I'm looking forward to working with you in the MBA program December 30th. Thank you for that. Uh, and the mentor wrote, will Bitcoin ever hit uh, a thousand again? Uh, you wrote, I think you meant yeah, um, yeah. So, oh, down to a thousand. Wow. Will Bitcoin ever hit a thousand again? Uh, even after everyone's freaking out. If it does, I'm backing up the truck and I'm buying a ton of that. Yeah. There's hardly any cryptocurrencies I'd ever recommend. I do love Bitcoin. I've owned it since almost day one. Uh, well, actually, not day one. Day one was 2009. I started buying in 2013, and I've never sold. And I never will. Yep. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Eric. Hey, Eric. How are you? Um, uh, Eric wrote, are the, the videos different between the levels, meaning silver, gold, platinum? So the core content is identical. Okay. However, uh, in gold, uh, we do it live. Okay. So that you can be held accountable, so to speak, by your peers if you want. Um, and also I answer over 200 hours of live Q&A as part of every lecture we have on Friday. So every Friday, starting September 30th for one year, we do classes from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. Pacific time. And during the, the, that time, right, that's, that's a lot of hours, I do, I do more than 200 hours of live Q&A. And you don't have to attend every class uh, either. Yeah. And the great thing about live Q&A is I can help you with your career questions in real time. Uh, I can also answer questions about real life situations and we can learn about business that way. Yeah. And if you're in the Platinum program, you get three hours of one-on-one. Of -on -one. That's, uh, 20, that's nine 20 minute one-on-one -on -one sessions with me as well confidential where I help you take your career to the next level. I create your LinkedIn profile for you as, as well. Yeah. All right. Um, next up, uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff wrote, good morning, Chris. Good morning to you too. Uh, will you speak about the most important documents in the data room and how best to present a summary of information? Yes, we do do a lot of data analytics, uh, especially in the Excel edition that I'm adding to the program as well. And what I'll do actually is I'm going to open up uh, Excel Hell. Uh, here in the background, and I'm going to show you the beta of the product I'm creating for all of you to analyze data. Okay, so give me give me one second to open it up. It's version 47 right now, and I'll show it to you. Okay. Enable macros. Hold on a second. 
I gotta find Wirecast now. Okay, here it is, right here. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, right here. So, so basically, what I'm doing is I'm teaching you guys how to use Excel uh, as well as how to analyze data and how to code using Visual Basic. Right, and so here's the Visual Basic part of it here. Uh, it's not completed yet, but I visualized everything similar to the uh, the subs I showed you earlier. So for the course track, and this is exclusive, my MBA students, there's a beginner, intermediate, genius, and advanced or all track, okay? Um, and what I do is I, I teach you everything about Excel. And again, this is exclusive to my MBA students. Anybody that has signed up or will sign up, you'll get this for free, okay? Uh, but what I also do is I go through every single formula that's ever been made for Excel, okay? Uh, we, we look and analyze data here in pivot tables in a lot of detail. We go through tons of dashboards and you'll get tons of downloads, free downloads as well, so you can work smarter and not harder. Uh, and the most important part is right here, uh, which is the visual basic side of it. Uh, and if anybody has questions about that, please let me know. But I, but I really do believe that... Um, that learning programming, starting with, with Visual Basic is a lot easier. And in business, I always teach you how to, uh, humbly, how to, how to think like the other person at the other side of the table. Uh, and so the same thing with programming, you gotta think like a computer. And so if a computer wanted to turn this, this pencil, and if you meet me in, in real life, I'm a tiny man. And I've used that joke so many times, but it's what dads do, okay? Sorry. All right, uh, but computers, basically, if they wanna change an object, they think they're very structured, big to small. So they would do object, you won't be able to read all this, object.smaller object.property equals value. So what that means is this. If a computer wanted to change this eraser from pink to green, it would go, it would go pencil.eraser.color equals green. And so I teach everything in an object-oriented way as well. And by starting with Visual Basic for applications within Excel to learn programming, uh, which gives you immediate feedback and it's fun and easy to do. It really sets the stage for us to learn Python and whatever programming uh, languages are relevant in the future. Again, this MBA program is always going to be up to date. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, next up, uh, Renvir wrote, um, how do big funds keep their trades quiet? Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a couple of ways. Uh, hedge funds don't really have to register with governments, but if you have over $100 million in assets under management, meaning AUM, then what you have to do is every three months you have to report to the SEC what you own so that the public can see it. Now, there's a couple of ways to, to hide this. One way is instead of buying stocks, um, you can buy options, right? And options will make it look like you own way, way less of each share. You can do it that way. Um, another way you can do it is if you have a subsidiary, I mean, you have to disclose this in your, 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 your investment offering memorandum, if you have a subsidiary that owns shares in that company, and you can do that offshore as well. But again, you have to disclose that to investors. What you can also do is you can, so, okay, I'm going to tell you what I used to do, okay? Uh, and there's no filter here at all. I'm always completely transparent with, with everything. But what I used to do was I would own shares in a company, a lot of shares when I managed professional money at hedge funds. And I wouldn't want the management team or other people to know that I sold that stock, okay, for certain reasons. And I can go into detail now if you want. So what I would do is at the end of the quarter when I had to disclose what I own to the rest of, of Wall Street and the world, I wouldn't sell those shares, but I would buy a massive put position. So the put position would basically offset um, uh, 
any decrease in the price of, of the stock in what I own. So a put basically is this. So here's an example using Coca-Cola. And let me change over to this camera here so you can see a little bit closer. Yeah. So if you own Coca-Cola stock, uh, ticker KO, and you own a lot of it, and you don't want to sell it for some reason. Maybe you don't want people to know that you sold the stock, or maybe you own a ton of Coke uh, stock and you made a fortune on it. And if you sell it, you'll have to pay a lot in taxes. And for some reason, you don't want to do that. What you can do is you can protect that by putting a coat on it. And this is called a put. And what that will do is that will protect your capital. It will protect your investment in Coke if Coke goes down. Now, puts, the most you can lose is what you spent on the put. Okay. Um, and uh, as you get closer to that put expiring, it decays in value pretty quickly. Okay. But this is something I teach in my MBA program as well. I added, I think it was 40 or so hours of advanced uh, investing, portfolio management, hedge fund stuff, 35 options, trades, etc. Yeah. But make sure that you, you practice this stuff a lot, please, before you put that on. And what I just referred to there is technically called a married put. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for any of you out there, if, if you like the way it works is you pay a lot more in taxes um, if you sell something in less than a year in most countries, right? It's called capital gains tax because governments hate volatility in the markets and they want you to be long-term focused. They want you to be patient. So let's say that you own a stock, okay? And you don't want to sell it and it's right at the end of the year. You don't want to sell it because you want to wait till next year to sell it, so you pay less in tax. Then you can buy a put position like, like I showed you to temporarily protect the capital, you know, in case the, the stock goes down. A lot, of, a lot of people do that as, as well. Yeah. But be careful because Warren Buffett called derivative instruments, of which options is one flavor, derivative instruments are uh, financial weapons of mass destruction. So be careful. Uh, and again, I, I teach this stuff in my MBA program. Okay. All right. Uh, ne next up. Okay. Uh, next up, Manas uh, from India wrote, uh, Steve Jobs' daughter criticized iPhone 14 saying it's just the same as always. Uh, would Apple be different if Steve were alive? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think Apple would be a lot different. So, you know, I, I love Apple. I, I use the products. Um, however, you know, since Steve Jobs passed away in 2011, God bless him, they haven't really done anything groundbreaking or innovative. You know, they made a, a bigger version of this, a cheaper version of this, uh, a smaller version of the iPad, a bigger version of the iPad, um, a Mac Pro, it looks like a cheese grater. Um, and, and Johnny Ive, who's the head of industrial engineering, I met him before, he's a great guy, uh, he left the firm uh, as, as well. So yes, I agree with Steve Jobs' daughter that innovation has slowed. But Tim Cook is a brilliant operator. He was the former COO, uh, and, and there's a reason why the company is successful. He can execute. Yeah. Innovation is an issue at Apple right now. Though. Yeah. Now, if you do a search on patents for Apple, you'll find that According to people familiar with the matter, and this is publicly disclosed, uh, Apple's going to be releasing uh, VR goggles or AR goggles this, this January. It looks pretty cool. And apparently they have version two coming out the year after in 2024. And if anybody's going to nail it, uh, I think it's Apple. Yeah. I hope they can innovate. Okay. And Ranveer wrote, is there a way to become a market maker in exchange uh, with low volatility? Yeah. You never want to invest in stocks that don't trade very much. Um, because illiquid stocks own you in a down market, not vice versa. Yes, you can become a market maker, but you have to be affiliated uh, with a large investment bank working on a trading floor. Or what you can do is you can actually easily be a market maker and underwrite options as well. Be careful with that, though, because the losses are unlimited. Yeah. 
Okay, moving on to uh, uh, Jinkun, who wrote, uh, Hi, Chris. Uh, weekly live Q&A is the most valuable one, uh, but if I have to work on Fridays and cannot attend it live, I will miss out. Could you change the time from Friday to Saturday or Sunday? I can't do that. Otherwise, MBA would stand for married but available. And I have a wonderful wife and three kids I, I do have to spend a lot, a lot of time with. And, and my son, Andrew, it's, it's Berkeley homecoming this weekend, so I'm going to go to a, a football game with him there. Yeah. Yeah. Football is this. Now that the U.S. dollar is above the euro... Globally, football has become this. And I know I just upset a lot of Europeans, and I love you so much. I'm kidding. Okay. All right. No, it's Friday. And you don't have to, uh, you don't have to attend classes live. Um, you can ask questions and then watch the replay of your questions answered. Yeah. Okay. I love you, Europe. I was kidding about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, now I've got to make fun of Americans. God, just to, to counterbalance it. What do I do? Oh, yeah. The way that we screw in a light bulb here in America is we hold up the light bulb and the whole world spins around us. Okay, now we're cool. We're cool Europeans. Now, Americans don't hate me either. Now, everybody hates me. So it counterbalances. Okay. But the Canadians still love me because I'm Canadian. No. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble here, man. Okay. Um, uh, next up, uh, Manas wrote, uh, I've started Python with Angela uh, Yu. Uh, she is dope, uh, like really glad to learn from her. She's amazing. If you want to learn programming, don't learn from me. Learn from Angela Yu. She's incredible. Do a search for her name. I met her in Berlin a couple of years ago. She teaches on Udemy. She's awesome. She used to be a doctor, but she teaches programming now. She's great. She has an English accent, so she speaks much gooder than us. So you know you're learning a lot. And she's funny as hell. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, uh, uh, Jinkin wrote, uh, um, can you change your, oh, the same thing you pasted twice. Yeah. Okay. Change Agent wrote, uh, best quality education content I have found. Uh, thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. God bless you. Thank you. It's fun. Um, and then uh, 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 Jamie wrote, can an MBA alum watch current live sessions uh, in the future? Um, no. No. It, in, unless you sign up again for a subscription program. Yeah. Previous classes were grandfathered in, uh, but the class that's starting uh, on Friday, September 30th, that, that is no longer the case. Yeah. Thank you. It will be a smaller class, though, so I'll give you guys all a lot of attention. Thanks. But you can always attend the weekly two-hour office hours for MBA students for free forever every Thursday from 11.20 until 1.20. Yeah, my time. Thanks. Okay. Um, next up, and uh, Icy, thank you so much for the $5 uh, Australian donation. God bless you. That will go directly to Project Magoo. Go to projectmagoo.org to learn more. Uh, we're finishing our first school in Rwanda. Next year, we move on to building one uh, in Kenya. Year after that, Nigeria. The profits from my MBA program, a lot of them go towards building schools. So thank you for that. God bless you. That goes directly to Charity. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you. My wife's name is Charity. That was not even funny. I'm sorry. Her name is Christine. It'll go directly, of course, to, to the charity. But you wrote here, what's your view of NFTs? Uh, uh, do you think uh, it's it's a fad? Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody asked me not too long ago, um, Chris, can you sell me this pen? And I get that question, right? Because a lot of my students want to learn how to sell. So I'm going to teach you how to sell, sell this pen, okay? Okay. And pay attention, please. <clears throat> Chris, sell me this pen. Okay. It's an NFT. Okay, I'm an idiot today, I know, sorry. 
Um, I'm just in a really good mood. Um, okay, because I bought a Suron. I've been riding. I went out night driving last night for hours. It's the best, man. Yeah. So NFTs in general. Um, I, I do have a video on that. You can do a search on NFT on my YouTube channel. I went into a lot of detail on that. Um, and now NFTs, I think longer term will be good investments. However, just like with any brand new market, lot, there's a lot of crap out there, and all ships tend to rise and sink quickly together. They're sinking right now. Now, 70% of all NFTs are created and minted on the Ethereum platform. Most of them are a scam, okay? Most of them are a scam, but I think it's here with us to stay. You know, do I think that uh, baseball cards will be NFTs in the future? Of course. Uh, do I think that a lot of, a lot of uh, paintings will be? Yeah, of course, definitely. Everything's going virtual, especially as you move towards the metaverse, right? You'll have paintings up on the wall. And the best way to think about NFTs is you have to think about supply. Just like anything you wanna buy, whether it's land, real estate, etc., cetera, uh, stocks, supply is important. If there's too much out there, it's not gonna be worth anything. And so the best way to think of an NFT is, you know, when you buy a, a painting for your wall um, and it's a print. So if you look in the bottom right hand corner, it says number six out of, I don't know, 300. Well, that print might be worth something because there's a limit of supply. And that's how you think about NFTs as well. There's a limit on supply on many of them. If there's just one out there, like if the NBA produced, say, uh, one NBA card uh, for LeBron James, it'd be worth a fortune. But if there's 6,000 of them, which is what happened with Topps' first baseball card run of NFTs last year, they're going to be worth a lot less. You always have to look at supply closely. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. And give me one second, guys. Sorry. Ah. Okay. I have to get rid of that scammer or that, that yeah. No, no bad words in here, guys. I don't even know if you guys can see that. Yeah. Oh, that's not nice. Okay. You guys won't see it though. I just blocked it. Okay. Okay. Give me, give me one second, guys. Sorry. Um, all right. Uh, and thanks again, Icy, for that that donation. I really do appreciate. It. God, God bless you. Okay. All right. Um, uh, next up, uh, and if I miss anybody, just paste it again. Uh, Manos wrote: um, the euro is down, the pound is down. China has the biggest uh, number of mortgage defaulters in the world. Is it all the cause of something big uh, altogether? What are your thoughts? No, I'm not. I'm not that worried. Um, from a financial crisis perspective, I think a lot of checks and balances were put in place in 2008 when we were within 24 hours of bank machines not working. Um, so, yeah, the reason why a lot of currencies are down relative to the U.S. dollar is the U.S. government is aggressively raising interest rates. I know that Europe is as well. Uh, this morning, the Bank of England raised interest rates for a sixth or seventh time by 50 basis points. Uh, but America is also seen as, as a flight to quality, uh, just given its lack of proximity to Russia, etc., yeah, and the U.S. dollar and gold tend to outperform uh, when things look really bad globally. It, it is what it is. Even in 2008, um, and the U.S. financial crisis caused a crisis globally, but the U.S. dollar still outperformed others and so did gold. Yeah, I don't think things are as bad as you think. Be careful of the media. They spin things really, really negatively as, as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also wrote, you will live for another 100 years. Uh, you'll see Web 25 as well. Thank you. Thank you. And the person that's going to make it to 150 years old is on this call today. I really do believe it. Yeah. I'm going to make it to at least 150. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up, Omar wrote, uh, hey, Chris, uh, do you think social media helped you uh, in building your brand? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, now, I, I created my YouTube channel a couple of years ago, a number of years ago, actually. 2018, I started in this weekly call. Um, I never created content because I wanted subscribers. 
until last month. I always created content to add value, and I've answered every question I could possibly ask in terms of my thousands of blogs out there. So what I did was I took this course with Daryl Eaves, a brilliant man. He wrote this book with Mr. Beast recently, uh, and, and I got to talk to Daryl briefly, good guy. Uh, so I just finished his course, uh, and he has trained me, his company has trained me, and I'm just doing one vlog maybe every two or three weeks or something. Um, and it's really, really well thought out stuff. Um, and, and you're gonna see that my number of subscribers humbly is gonna materially spike. My goal for this year is to get to 100,000 subs. I know I won't make it. And, and if I was a quota caring sales rep, I would get fired over and over again. But as James Cameron said, the great director, Canadian represent of Avatar, he said, if you set your goals really high and you fail, you still fail above everyone else's expectations. So 100,000 this year, a million next year, 10 million the year after. I'm now trying to get subscribers, yeah. So please subscribe, yeah, you, you don't have to. Okay, but the key here is uh, when it comes to this sort of thing, and I teach at my MBA program as well, um, you gotta work smarter, not harder uh, when it comes to social media to the extent that you gotta uh, create something once and then distribute it in multiple distribution channels. And then Nintendo's been repurposing content uh, for, for, for years, okay? So you know Nintendo's eight and 16-bit Mario uh, is is you know is is on the switch now as well, and so is Mario sixty four, which is the best Mario game ever made, right? And so basically, you create the content once, and you distribute it on multiple platforms. That's how you have to think about social media as well. And I just started doing TikTok as well. If you want to check that out, do a search on Chris Haroon, all one word, uh, in TikTok, and that's just repurposing of my YouTube stuff as well. Yeah. And you can use Hootsuite.com for free to distribute your content to multiple platforms at the same time, yeah, or at different time increments. Okay. Um, and then Icy, thank you so much for that, that, that second donation, which again, will go to Project Magoo. <clears throat> you wrote, um, wh why does the military, uh, get the best technology before the civilian market? For example, GPS, internet, heads up display, drones, etc. Because there's a ton of capital that goes into that. Yeah. So GPS was actually created, uh, by the United States government for guided missiles. Okay. Uh, massive databases like Oracle was sort of created by the CIA. It was actually Larry Ellison's first project for the CIA, his first client. It was called Project Oracle, right? And so basically governments have more money than companies do, especially United States government. So they invest a ton of money in that area, right? And then eventually they declassify it and the rest of the market adopts it. The internet was created by the United States government too in the late 1960s as part of what's called ARPNET. And they did that because uh, the United States government was worried that if God forbid uh, the Soviet Union were to bomb the middle of America with nuclear bombs, could the East Coast talk to the West Coast? With the World Wide Web, they can. You don't have to actually have a line connecting East Coast, West Coast. You can have a web going all around it. That's why it's called the World Wide Web uh, as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, good. And and uh, Salman, thank you so much for, for joining up uh, for uh, my, my, my channel. You got that nice trophy emoji as well. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's only 99 cents. You guys get five courses too. Thank you. And you can buy my MBA now on, on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Next up, uh, Jeff wrote, uh, Chris, uh, I'm a business owner. Uh, I completed the entire MBA one course. That's a seven and a half hour course of mine online. Yeah. Uh, I, I completed an, an entire MBA in one course prior to, to the launch of your MBA program. What's the advantage of enrolling in the MBA program at the gold or platinum level? Yeah, thanks so much for that. Um, so let me go to my website and I'll show you and I'll quickly answer this question. Um, but basically, uh, and let me put myself in the, in the corner. Nobody, nobody puts baby in the corner. What movie is that from? Okay. 
But if you go here to my my, my website and just go to um, harunmba.com slash FAQ, there's plenty of ways to get here. But I explain the differences between the three programs uh, right here. And I'm going to quickly remove my face from the corner. It's a Canadian thing. There's a face off in the corner. And I'll explain the difference. Okay. So the course, the entire MBA one course is seven and a half hours. Uh, my, my MBA program online, okay, it's a minimum of 300 hours. And so if you buy silver, gold, or platinum, you immediately get access to all 300 plus hours of content, okay? And you can watch it like Netflix if you want. Gold is the same as silver, except you get 200 hours of live Q&A using Zoom or YouTube live like this every Friday from 9 a.m., uh, until 3 p.m. And on Fridays, we also watch every single class so it holds you accountable. And the networking opportunities with the thousands of Harun MBA students all over the world are unbelievable, okay? The Platinum program is the same as gold, except you get three hours of one-on-one -on -one time with me, okay? Confidential coaching, where I personally create your LinkedIn profile if you want me to. I help you with all business problems, etc. cetera. Uh, and you can go here to sign up. Again, we only, I think we only have like, six, five or six positions left here. So uh, it's, and you get your money back as well uh, if you're not happy. And you can always click here to set up uh, a one-on-one -on -one call with me as, as, as well to talk about this. Yeah, well, well, positions are open, yeah. Uh, available, I should say, okay. All right, next up, uh, um, okay. Manas wrote, uh, Meta's lost 35% of its worth. Uh, Meta is losing a million users a day. Uh, uh, in the last quarter, is Facebook not worth the time uh, anymore? I mean, I, I don't think so. I, I stopped using Facebook on a personal level years ago just because I don't trust the brand and because of what it's doing to society. You know, Facebook's algorithm will recognize if you're a Democrat or a Republican, and it will serve you videos or ads to make you more of a Democrat or more of a Republican, okay? So what that means is it's magnifying the differences in society, yeah. And if you want to learn more about that awful impact that Facebook has, um, do a search on Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, the guy from Borat, uh, do a search on, on Sasha Baron Cohen and the internet six. And he gave this unbelievable presentation. The guy is brilliant, man. Yeah. All right. And I, plus Facebook, when you use Facebook, man, you get sad. Like you go there and everybody's only posting happy stuff. It's kind of like an insecure thing now these days. Yeah. Okay. Um, Charles wrote, uh, please, uh, do you have candidates uh, from the NGO uh, nonprofits industry for the gold uh, and platinum uh, programs? Uh, yeah. So what I do in the in, in the program is I, I have a venture capital boot camp and everything I teach is generic enough. And I've done business in many countries, invested in many countries. Everything I teach is generic enough to apply to every sector and every type of company, including a not-for-profit, of which I've started a couple. If you want advice on a 501c charity, please go to LegalZoom.com and talk to somebody there. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, Manas wrote, uh, thank you for everything. You're most welcome. Thank you for being here consistently. Uh, you wrote, uh, see you next week and forever. Uh, a dosa a day keeps my dear mentor at San Francisco Bay. Oh, I love it. God bless you all forever. Thank you for that. And I love dosa, uh, which I had for the first time. Uh, in Mumbai at Punjabi Grill, airport food. It was so good. And anybody who goes to an Indian restaurant, please, if you don't see dosa on the menu, ask some, ask them, say, can you make me dosa? It's like the first time you eat a Krispy Kreme donut fresh out of the oven. Yeah, so good. Okay. 
All right. Uh, next up, um, I have got, uh, and Eric, you're right. I asked uh, earlier, I said, uh, what is that from? Nobody puts baby in a corner. Okay, there. Uh, and that's from uh, Dirty Dancing. That's right. Patrick Swayze, God bless him. I can't believe he passed away. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, uh, Omar wrote, hey, Omar, uh, wrote, um, what is your favorite financial asset to combat uh, inflation? Yeah. Um, gold usually, but I have a better one. Okay, and I put my reputation online on this one. And what I'm about to show you, please do your research first and only buy it uh, if you're, I think you can only buy it if you're in the United States, but I could be wrong. Okay, so what you do is you go to Treasury, whoops, direct.gov. Okay, and that means direct from the, the, the Treasury, this is the United States Department of, of the Treasury. And you click here, how do I buy Series I bonds? Okay, and right here, you can put up to $10,000, okay? And you only pay federal tax. You can put up to $10,000 in a Series I bond and get 9.62% guaranteed from the US government, meaning it's risk-free, that's right. And what happens is this interest rate resets every six months. So it resets every November 1st and April 1st. And this is one of the reasons the market is down is because a lot of uh, consumers in the States, et cetera, and other countries, they're buying government bonds. And the reason it's so high is because it's inflation protected. So if inflation gets a lot worse, this will go up, okay? Uh, if inflation gets better, meaning if prices go down, this will go down. But you'll never lose money on this, even in a deflationary environment. You won't, you won't. So the most you can invest is $10,000 per person per year. I think you might have to be based in the United States, do your research first. It's risk-free. I put my reputation online this. You, this is a great investment because if I told you that if you put your money in the stock market for one year and I guarantee you 10%, would you do it? Of course you would, except this is risk-free. Now, there are some stipulations here. If you sell it within one year, you pay a penalty. And if you sell it within five years, uh, you lose one quarter of interest, five times four quarters per year. That's 20 quarters, so it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Okay. Let me switch this camera angle, mix it up a bit. Okay. All right, next up, uh, NKIT wrote, uh, hey, Chris, hey, I'm an arts graduate and I want to take your course. Will the course help me get a new job? Absolutely. I guarantee it. Um, if you don't get at least 10x the value that you paid for before October 31st, then ask for your money back and you get 100% of your money back. Yeah, I promise it will help you, especially the Platinum program where I personally write your LinkedIn profile. I teach you all how to network as well and get the job of your dreams. It's worked for countless students of mine uh, all over the world. Yeah. Okay. And you don't have to have any background in finance, accounting, or business, etc., cetera, uh, to sign up for, for the program at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Dan wrote... Uh, uh, Perhaps Chicken McFry, who was the, the spammer earlier with the, the wonderful icons. Thank you. Repetition is the mother of all skills, Tony Robbins said. Perhaps Chicken McFry is asking about your thoughts on companies focused on sustainable, vegan, holistic wellness products. I don't know. I have no idea. But he, he, Chicken McFry, if you're still there, not to be confused with Marty McFly, uh, you, you put a smile on my face. Thank you. Okay, uh, Jamie wrote, a fly rod uh, requires skill and finesse to catch a, a fish. Yes, and I don't have any skill at all. It's up here. I can't even get it down. I think that it's, the hook is stuck there. But I'm very good at fishing in Red Dead Redemption Part 2, which is the best video game uh, ever made. Yeah, I'm not very good at sports. My dad used to say, those who can't do, teach. 
and those who can't teach, teach gym class. So you're all out of luck. Yeah. I love teachers and they can do. Yeah. All right. Next up, Digital Edwin, DE. Good to see you. Uh, you were, hi, Chris uh, and the team. I hope all is well. I represent Africa, uh, the best safari destination in Kenya. Awesome. Well, when I come to Kenya, and I might come next June, actually, with Myron Koros, who's one of my MBA graduates from my platinum program last year. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll look you up. Yeah. Uh, and if we go for coffee in Kenya, coffee is great there. Um, if we go out together and the bill comes, I am going to do this, though. I'm going to go like this when the bill comes. I'm going to say, I have alligator hands. I can't find my wallet. I can't get my wallet. You know, T-Rex can't do push-ups. I'm an idiot. I know. Okay, next up, moving on to Nintendo. Uh, and thank you for the support, Nintendo. I see you signed up uh, to my, my, uh, uh, my, my YouTube subscription service there. Appreciate it. Uh, and by the way, uh, and I know you spell Nintendo different. Um, with, with my kids, when, when the Switch came out, I wanted to buy it, but you couldn't find it anywhere, right? It was a ripoff, too. It was expensive. So what I did was I used Game Theory. Okay, okay, I bought it for myself, too. Okay, fine. And I did finish all of Pikmin with my kids. Well, I did the, the end of it. They weren't around, but it was fun. But when, when it comes to uh, 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 buying the Switch or buying anything on eBay, here's a trick for you, okay? What I did was I searched for a Nintendo Switch. And this was back in 2016 or something, whatever it came out. And it was too expensive, right? She you couldn't get them. So what I did was I, I used game theory and I thought like somebody that might make a mistake. And so I, I typed up Nintendo instead of Nintendo. And I found it and I bought it for, you know, around what it's supposed to be selling for. Yeah. So that's game theory. You can do that also uh, for Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. Spell Gretzky with an S at the end instead of a Z or Z as I say in Canada. And now I just gave that away. Damn it. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so Nintendo uh, wrote, hey, Chris, hope you're well, likewise. Uh, how would you go about raising capital for a hedge fund uh, in these times? Yeah. Yeah. So whether you raise capital uh, for a hedge fund or a startup or, or for any reason, um, what I recommend doing is talk to high net worth investors uh, and not institutional investors. And the reason is because the sales cycle is quite short, relatively speaking, with rich people. Okay. It can be two weeks instead of say three to six months with a big institution. And when I, I remember years ago when I launched my hedge fund, I was raising money. I went on a roadshow in different countries to raise money. And I, I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. I just got a meeting uh, with the biggest uh, pension fund in, in Quebec, which is Caisse Depot. Uh, and so I, I went, I flew to Montreal, I paid for it myself, obviously it's my company. Uh, and I set up a meeting with Caisse Depot. And it was supposed to be a 30 minute meeting and it was an amazing meeting, it lasted three hours. And of course, at the end of the meeting, I asked for the sale like I always do. You have to ask for the sale. Uh, and they said, well, thank you so much for your time. We'll monitor you in maybe five or 10 years, we'll invest. So don't talk to big institutions to raise money. Talk to high net worth investors initially because the sales cycle is short. I've raised a manager over a billion dollars in my career humbly. And I teach you how to raise money and how to network on steroids in the first semester of the MBA program. Okay. And I also teach you, like in the Venture Capital Bootcamp in the third semester, what I do is I teach you also um, how to put together a presentation to raise money as well. Yeah. And that's based on my experience raising money, investing in startups and all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. But what you want to do, like, times are tough now, man. You always want to raise as much money as you can when you can. Because raising money is an incredible distraction. And if you try to raise money every single year or every two years, it can really take your eye off the ball from an execution perspective. Okay, uh, next up, uh, Senyo, 
Uh, and Senu, how are you? First time I've seen you on the call. I hope you join me again. Uh, you wrote here, good night, Chris and everyone. I uh, hope you're doing well uh, from Indonesia here. Great to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, next up, uh, uh, Galileo, very intelligently spelled with the number one in the middle, middle there. I like that. Galileo uh, wrote, uh, greetings from Singapore. I love your options course and it changed my life forever. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Singapore is a great place to invest. Go long Singapore ETFs and short Hong Kong based ETFs because, and, and I think that, that that trade I've talked about for a while now has worked because I think the Hong Kong markets, Hang Seng, is now at levels last seen in 2011. Because a lot of international companies, because China is moving towards communism now, their, their, their South Asian headquarters or their Asian headquarters are now going to be in Singapore and no longer Hong Kong. Yeah. Thank you for those comments. Next up, Eric wrote, uh, uh, last finance uh, buzz, latest finance buzz is about regime changes, low interest to high interest, high unemployment to low. What is your opinion on regime changes? Uh, would you include uh, this uh, in a data point? Let me know what you mean by regime changes. Are you talking about um, about Biden running again? Are you talking about different countries? Uh, let me know what, what you think, please. Now, in terms of unemployment in general, unemployment right now uh, in the United States is still just under 4%. Uh, and so people love to compare and contrast this inflationary environment with the early 1980s. But the difference back in the early 80s when they raised interest rates to 20% to combat inflation. The difference is then you had uh, unemployment above above 10%. Now, the Federal Reserve of the United States, Powell, would love to see unemployment tick up uh, because it would show that the economy is finally really slowing down, which means that the rate hikes uh, would be improving. Yeah, it's not a nice thing to say to, to want unemployment to go up, but that the Federal Reserve just looks at numbers. Yeah. Okay, next up, uh, Roy wrote, uh, hey, Chris, uh, why did you skip my question? Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. Did you post post it above? You make me feel bad. I'm going to go to the very top. Everybody do this with me and do a search for Roy. R-O-Y. There's Manas Roy. All I see from you is you wrote one question, one word, which was price at 8.06 a.m. And then at 8.30 a.m., you wrote, Hi, Chris, why did you skip my question? I saw you write the word price, that's all. By the way, you can't paste in hyperlinks, it won't let you. Okay, so you wrote, what is the price? I invested in your MBA program on Udemy. Yeah, so the price, uh, you can go to this web address right here. Uh, where is it? It's Oh, it's right in the middle down below. Yeah, you can go to this web address right here. Um, so the price for, for gold is $9.99, uh, and that's a discount from the $14.99 sticker price. And platinum, uh, the price is... Uh, $14.99, which is a $1,000 discount. Yeah. And if you already bought silver, you get a $250 discount. If you already bought silver, you can email support at haroonventures.com and I'll give you a $250 off uh, as well. Thanks. Okay. Next up, we have Dr. Michael Nunez from the great state of Arizona. He's one of my platinum students started in June. He is great. I hope you liked my doctor's diplomas joke earlier today. Um, uh, so Michael wrote, hi, Chris, uh, I'm the, oh, you wrote, I'm the founder of doctors without dollars. Oh, I love it. I love it. No, you do have a lot of money. Your, your, your practice is thriving. I know that because you play golf on Wednesday afternoons. Just Great to see it. Okay. Uh, moving on to Sandeep wrote, Hey, Chris, uh, thanks for the videos. It's really helpful. You're most welcome. Is, is it time? Is it a good time? The volatile market or should I wait for it to come uh, down to enter? Yeah. 
So I don't look at it that way. You can't time markets. I love to look at markets or stocks, I should say, on single stock basis. Whenever I do research and I give you all the templates to do this, I look at the fundamentals, then the valuation, then the technicals. If the technical analysis on a company indicates that it's oversold me an RSI of 20, uh, then you might want to start accumulating that stock. And I love investing in broken stocks, but not broken companies. Yeah. In terms of volatility in general, I mean, there, there's there's one thing you can look at, which is the VIX. Go to my YouTube channel, do a search on VIX. If and when the VIX spikes to above 70 or 80, which happens once a decade, that's when you back up the truck. You buy tons of more speculative stocks, but be careful, okay, because those tend to outperform massively. Now, when the VIX is above 70 or above 80, and it's happened twice, once was in the fall of 2008, and the other time was in March 2020. When the VIX is above 70 or 80, it's going to feel like the world is ending and it's going to feel like, oh my God, I'm so crazy to buy stocks now. That's when you buy because nobody else is buying. You got to be contrary. Yeah. Okay. Next up, uh, uh, Seno wrote, um, uh, Chris, I just started your Silver MBA program class one today. It's awesome content and edutaining. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And if you want, you can join us for a Zoom call. Just go to the first lecture in your curriculum. And at 10 a.m. today, I can join you for a Zoom call. It's a short, short call, but yeah. Thank you. Oh my God, Andre, it's been a while, dude. Holy crap. Great to see you, man. Andre, you're, you're from uh, Missouri, the show me state. The show me the way out state. I'm just kidding. I love you. I, I love you. It's a great state. You're, you're from Missouri. Uh, you went to Bible college. Um, you have an amazing trailer in the back of your house. Uh, with great internet access, looks like 4K when I do calls with you. You had your cousin on the call once explaining, uh, he came on once as a guest lecturer, uh, explaining how to get a better credit score. Uh, you're, you're a good guy. Good guy, remember that. Uh, and I think your wife's in real estate, yeah. So you wrote, uh, hey Chris, a uh, long time since the first MBA course. Uh, I, that's right, you were my first year, years ago, Platinum Suit. I was crazy busy with real estate, that's right. Uh, now I'm switching focus. I had my first interview with the company yesterday to prepare. I went back to the MBA. Uh, I'm in a, a bad signal area. I wish I could do Zoom. Oh, man, it's great to see you. Andre, if you can, join us today. Uh, it, just go to the calendar, log in online. Uh, join us for the call at 1120 so you can do Zoom. It'd be great to hear from you, man. I, I missed you. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up, uh, Rita from Melbourne, Australia, who's in this year's uh, Platinum Program, wrote, the Federal Reserve raised rates uh, by three quarters of a point and projected a more aggressive path ahead as it tries to bring down high inflation. Yeah, yeah. And again, the Federal Reserve is going to be monitoring uh, not just inflation, uh, but more importantly for them, uh, unemployment. It's a very tight labor market right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Andre wrote, uh, the, the MBA course uh, continues to be a major reference for me. Thank you. And you wrote, uh, one of the best investments I made professionally. Thanks so much. Thank you. And Andre, thank you so much for, for signing up with me back in 2019 as well. I didn't have a single lecture prepared. And, and my first class took a big gamble on me. I, I didn't even have an MVP, minimum viable product. There's no product. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Okay. So good to see you. Okay. Um, and then Rita said the S&P just dropped 1.7% as investors assess the effects of higher borrowing costs on the economy. Yeah, and I think most people expected that 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 raise of 75 bips anyway. Yeah, yeah. But what you want to look at more closely is the minutes, you know, uh, basically in the statement from the Federal Reserve, uh, what was the text like? And what you could do is you can use Microsoft's Word's auto compare feature to compare the minutes from last time to this time to see if any words change. Like, for example... If they said before, we are worried about interest, and they changed that language to, we are very worried 
about uh, inflation, sorry. Um, you want to look for that, that differential as well. And I used to do that when I would compare and contrast 10 Qs and 10 Ks year over year. Yeah, obviously the numbers change, but the qualitative stuff, the language uh, 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 does not sometimes. Yeah. Da, how are you? You wrote, this is good. Great to see you. Craig Spencer, how are you? Uh, you wrote, uh, hi, Chris. Uh, will you do a reaction uh, to the Wall Street TV series called Industry and the other one called Devils? Yes, yes. I've had a lot of requests to do one about Industry. They're in their second season now on HBO. It's basically a British investment banking show uh, with American actors uh, based in London and British actors too. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like, I don't know, Billions meets Sex in the City. It's a little bit, a little bit cray-cray, but I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, for sure. I like the first season. Second season, a little bit slow, but I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, Devils, I've not watched, but I will do that because I've had a number of requests as well. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, next up, Rita wrote, uh, the new COVID variant is spreading faster than most other variants of interest uh, in science are currently tracking the US. Yeah. And people here are talking about monkeypox as well. It, it seems like uh, around the world, it's people or governments are kind of thinking COVID is not as much of a big deal anymore unless you're in China. Um, you know, in Canada, they just lifted restrictions finally uh, in terms of getting COVID tests to enter the country. Now, baseball players can play in Toronto. All, yeah. And if you watch the Grammys recently, nobody had a mask on. I still wear my mask um, when I go to the gym. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. I had COVID this summer. It was brutal, man. And I will get the shot, the Pfizer shot soon, I think. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Omar wrote, uh, Chris, in your opinion, what is the best uh, medium uh, for a money manager slash business owner for personal branding purposes? Yeah, I would say LinkedIn, LinkedIn. And, and what I, I tell my students what to do and I, and I teach them how to write professionally. I used to have my own column in Inc. Magazine. I, I have you guys all write articles if you want to, okay, on, on LinkedIn. And after you do that for, you know, two years, that's 104 articles, you can take all your articles and you can put them into a book. And the articles you put first are the ones that got the most likes. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know, journalistic Darwinism. You know, the, the best ones rise to the top. And you throw that in your book. And if you want to write a book, you can go to my website to download this template. It's six inches by nine inches, this template in Microsoft Word. Uh, and that web address is as follows, all lowercase. HaroonMBA.com slash write book all lowercase. And I've had tons of students that, that have written books uh, as well by repurposing the content of articles they put on LinkedIn, etc. Yeah. Okay. And Zaid, you asked a question, difference between a chartered accountant and an accountant. I don't know. I think a chartered accountant means it's kind of recognized by certain government bodies. Uh, whereas an accountant is just, you don't have to get certification. You just call yourself an accountant. Yeah, I think, but look it up. Sorry. All right, Renvier wrote, uh, what are your thoughts on Paul Drew Jones, Trudor Jones uh, trading strategies? Yeah. yeah, I've run across him a bunch uh, when, when I worked um, in the hedge fund industry years ago. Um, I'd say he's less of a trader and more longer term focused, which is one of the many reasons why he's very successful. Just like a lot of the Tiger Cubs. Tiger means Julian Robertson, God bless me, passed away recently. He started this great hedge fund called Tiger in the 80s. Um, and basically you had, he was three year focused on three year investments, which is smart. And a lot of people started hedge funds that came from tiger. Those are called tiger cops like Chase Coleman, uh, Maverick and Viking. There's tons of them. Yeah. You gotta be long-term focused. If you want to be successful in the hedge fund industry, you can't trade. Nobody can trade and make money.
because we can't name a single trader who's been successful longer term. That's right. You get fooled by randomness. You got to be long term focused. Okay. Uh, uh, and then uh, Jamie wrote, "Is Tony Short? So Tony Short Shark is not going to nail VR goggles? Uh, he he will, I think. He will. Yeah. He's one of my my characters in my MBA program when we talk about creating a business and all that stuff. Yeah. Tony Shark. Yeah. He's good." And I play Tony Shark. I have multiple personalities, folks. I do. Yeah. My favorite character I play is Gordon Lizard, though, which is a play on Gordon Gekko. And I'm doing a vlog on, on Wall Street coming out in two weeks. Yeah. The movie Wall Street. Okay. Uh, and Andre wrote, oh, I just got notified that I have a second interview now next week awesome brother come on the uh, the platinum and gold uh weekly call today and let's talk about it in detail and if you want i can mock interview you and i can look at your linkedin profile all the stuff if you want and it's so great to hear from you again man thank you okay all right uh uh next up uh mutaz wrote are you going to make a discord server in the future absolutely so i use slack right now uh for all my students every class has a slack uh, the alumni one we're going to make uh, is going to be Discord-based because Discord is it's a little bit less intuitive, but you can do a hell of a lot more with it. And I hate the fact that Slack wants to charge me so I can search for older messages now. Screw that. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely. Thank you for that. Yeah. And, and Christina Hong, who's my amazing president of the Haroon Education Ventures uh, Alumni Association, uh, she's working on that as well. Yeah. She's our fearless leader. Moving on to Carlos, who wrote, uh, how would you suggest someone starting the SILVER program to structure a weekly study schedule, six hours available? And would you suggest a change in order uh, how the modules are taken? Yeah, so so basically the way it works is you'll, you'll see in, in the orientation lesson, I think it was the orientation lesson, I, I give you this, this template here, okay? And, and this template, I got a bunch of the papers here. Anyway, it looks like this, okay? Uh, and, and this here will tell you uh, what classes you want to take during the week as well. And I help you schedule it all from scratch. Yeah. And you don't have to take the entire program. Like there's 100 classes and each class has a very short quiz. In order to pass, all you have to do is take half of the quizzes, being 50 of them, and get over 50%. And I set it up that way because I want this to be your MBA in your own terms. And it's not fair that everybody should watch the same content. Maybe you're interested in, in finance and investing and auto entrepreneurship. And so I think of myself um, uh, like, uh, like I'm a waiter, okay? And when you go to a restaurant, um, you look at the entire menu. You don't order everything, but you, you're exposed to everything. So I expose you to everything in order to help you with your career investments, et cetera. And you just choose what you want to watch. Yeah, so like choose your own adventure. Those were books I read years ago as a kid. Okay. All right. Uh, and then I've got here... Hold on a second. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, next, Carl, and Carlos wrote, gracias. You're, you're most welcome. De nada. Okay. For, oh, my God, Fred. How are you, man? Uh, great to see you. Uh, Fred graduated last year. He's from uh, Baltimore. He works in the healthcare industry. He met with, uh, uh, with, with Fauci once as well. Uh, he's amazing at options. He actually helped me a lot with my options material in the MBA program. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. He's a good dude as well. He does a lot of networking for the real estate market in Florida and other states as well. Good guy. Great to see you, Fred. Great to see you. Please join us also today 
uh, on Zoom for the uh, gold and platinum call at 11.20. Great to see you, man. And thank you so much during graduation for recording that video of yourself in front of the Lincoln Memorial uh, and, and saying something nice to me and also with you with, with The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson said, if you got your back against the wall, there's only one way to move. Yeah, I love that. You wore my heart. It is great to see you, friend. Okay, uh, next up, uh, Electronics Clinic wrote, uh, hey, Chris, uh, do, hi, do you think it's worth investing in the stock market or gold is a better investment? All indicators uh, point to recession, uh, possibly a depression. Yeah, if you want to buy gold, the best way to buy it is to buy ticker GLD, and that's what I've done and I continue to do. Okay, uh, GLD, do your own research first. GLD, it's an ETF for gold. You pay 0.5% fees. So for every 100 bucks you put in, you pay 50 cents per year uh, in fees, but it's real gold. Yeah, and what a lot of people do, and don't do this, what I'm about to tell you, but a lot of people do it. Probably shouldn't say it. Now I have to. And I haven't done this, but don't do this. A lot of people will go uh, into Chinatown or districts where you can buy gold. Uh, and, and they'll buy gold for cash, and they'll put it you know, in their safety deposit box. And when gold goes up, they'll sell it for cash uh, and not pay taxes. Don't do that. Yeah. Why did I even say that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think the stock market in the long run is a better investment than gold, right? Because if you invest in the broader stock market, ticker VOO, which is the S&P 500 ETF, you're exposed and diversified to 500 stocks versus gold is one just one investment. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you got both in your in, in your uh, in in your portfolio. Yeah. Things are never as bad as they seem. Yeah. Okay, Salman, hey Salman. Uh, Salman wrote, "Hey Chris, uh, how are you doing? I'm always great. Thanks. I hope you're doing well as well." What do you think about uh, Polygon NFTs? Are they going to be the next big thing in the NFT space? I don't know anything about that. I'm sorry. But I will do research and I'll explain that on a future call. Thank you. Okay. Um, uh, and the Berlin from San Bernardino, who's in my, my, uh, my Golden Platinum program this year, wrote, Hey, Chris, just stopping by to say hi and dropping a like. Thank you. And everybody click like and subscribe and all that stuff if, if you want to. Thank you. Great to see you. And I always love your questions. Okay. All right. Um, and Solomon, thanks for joining my uh, membership program here. Um, Patricia, how are you? Patricia, it is so wonderful to see you. Patricia is from the great state uh, of New Jersey. Uh, she's in my, my platinum program uh, as well. It is great to see you. And you have an e-bike like, like I do. That's street legal. Share with me what e-bike you have, please. I just got two of them. I got... Um, the Super 73, uh, and I got the uh, the Suron, and I cut the green wire in the Suron, if anybody knows what that means. I'm having a blast with it, man. Screw cars, man. It's more fun. And you get to destinations faster, and it's cheaper. Buy a Suron. Okay. Um, uh, and Eric wrote, uh, 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 Sarah Westall uh, interviewed Kent Lewis. Uh, he says, freedom-minded programmers were tricked into developing blockchain to enslave us uh, with uh, CBDCs. He created the 1776 token and a new freedom social network. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm getting hungry. I've got some of my, my kale shake now. And, and what I, I went to my dentist and we're trying to get my teeth whiter. So I have to use a straw now while I wipe my teeth. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Although coffee is worse for my teeth. Soon I'll go, I'll smile and you'll see, ding. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, next. Oh, I lost a ton of viewers doing that. Okay, that's okay. You get real-time feedback doing these things. It's fun. All right, next up, I have got um, uh, Dan, who wrote, Your camera with a slow panning is really neat. Uh, thank you. Do you have a recommendation for that type of camera setup? Yeah. So so what I do with that um, is, is this here, it's called... I can't even remember the brand name. It's expensive, but it's one that I think Dan rather uses when he takes it to interviews uh, as, as well. Um, I've got a heavy camera. There's lots you can get though. That's called a, a, that that a slider. There's lots you can get that are really really cheap, uh, but will only carry like a GoPro or an iPhone Android handset or a DSLR camera. Yeah, and you can just do a search for for sliders and buy the ones with five star reviews uh, on on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, next up, Eric wrote, I'm about to access a virtual job fair uh, called Flex Jobs. I hope it'll become easier to find work. Yeah. yeah let me know how it goes. And then uh, somebody wrote, I don't understand this, sorry, uh, QQ. Um, and Interag wrote, uh, hey, Chris, is Apple at the current valuation and value stock? Do you see a headroom for growth uh, in the future? I think it's more value-based. I mean, the problem is everybody owns Apple, right? So there's not that many incremental, incremental investors to buy it, uh, push it higher, et cetera. So, and, and Warren Buffett was involved as well. So I'd say it's more of a value investment, yeah. Or maybe it's in between growth and value. You can call it GARP, growth at a reasonable price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, and then Ren Beer said, how can I know if news is already priced into a stock? Yeah. So if a stock does not go down on really bad news, then it probably has found a floor and it's priced in. And you'll notice sometimes when, when a company reports earnings and if earnings are awful and the stock doesn't go down, hedge funds that are short freak out and they cover and it's called a short squeeze and it pushes it higher. Similarly, if a stock does not go up on good news, then all the good news is priced in. Yeah, and that has a lot to do with market sentiment on individual stocks, yeah. Okay, um, and I used to get really, really excited uh, about long ideas when I saw that a stock that I loved in the long run did not go down on bad news because it basically meant you've, you've already gotten rid of all the tourist shorters involved, yeah. All right, Michelle, how are you? Uh, Michelle is from the great state of Texas. Please bring your tax code here. Oh, we need it. Uh, great to see you. Uh, she's starting my platinum program on Friday, September 30th. It's great to see you. You said, you wrote here, I look forward to, to starting class uh, next week. Eight more days. Eight crazy nights. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Uh, you wrote, uh, will you explain the VIX with the VIX chart again? Is there, Absolutely. For sure, man. Yeah, it's good to see you. All right, let me go over here uh, and, and I'll show you the, the VIX charts. Okay. So if we go here to finance.yahoo.com, this indicator I'm going to show you is always right. That's right. Uh, when it comes to buying stocks, okay? Now, what I'm going to show you, I will put my reputation on the line. This rarely happens, but I'm going to show this to you. So first of all, the, the VIX, it's the Chicago Board of Exchange of Volatility Index. It represents how volatile the stock market thinks or how volatile investors think the S&P 500 stocks will be in the next month or so. And so if people expect a lot of volatility, that means fear, Okay. And the VIX was started in 1990. So let me go here to maximum screen and every chart tells you a story. Now I'm gonna get rid of my face in the corner so you can see this in a little bit more detail. Okay, so the VIX hardly ever spikes 
uh, to above 70 or 80. It's only happened twice. But if and when it does, it'll happen again one day. That's when you buy stocks no matter what. So give me one second to go back and tell you this story. Here we go. Okay, good. Here we go. All right. So um, the, 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 way, the way to read this information is, let me just go all the way over here. Sorry. This, this will be worth your time, I promise you. Is the VIX started in 1990, okay? And on the right side, you'll see here readings of, you know, 20 all the way up to 80, which we'll get to in a second. So if, if the VIX is around 20 or below, it means that people aren't worried about the market. There's not much fear out there. So what, what happened was the VIX started around 1990, like I said. Uh, it then spiked here in, in 1997 when we thought that uh, there was an Asian financial crisis, which happened again here. And then Federal Reserve uh, Chairman, uh, and I worked at Goldman Sachs on the trading floor, I remember this well, uh, uh, Alan Greenspan cut interest rates uh, to offset the Asian financial crisis. Market went crazy and volatility went down. Um, you had um, fear spike again uh, after 9-11 for obvious reasons right here, but that was only a reading of 40 or so, okay? Then in 2008, when we were within 24 hours of bank machines not working, uh, the VIX spiked a lot, uh, and you could have almost bottom-ticked the market here. You had to wait actually till March 2009 to bottom-tick it. Then what we had was over here uh, in March of 2020, remember when the price of oil went negative? <laughs> Crazy, and I can talk about that if you want me to. But intraday, and you can't see it here, but intraday, the VIX actually went to an all-time high above 80. And that's when you buy stocks, no matter what. When the VIX is above 70 or 80, which rarely happens, but it'll happen again, I promise you, one day. I can't time it. But you buy stocks then. And you buy more speculative stocks or growthy stocks, not value stocks, that will go up more. And I promise you that when you see it at this level, you're going to tell yourself, oh my God, Chris is crazy. I'm not buying stocks because the world is ending. Things are never as bad as you think. And you have to buy because nobody else is. And right, and by the way, right now, the, the VIX is starting to spike a bit because the interest rate hikes, right? Uh, but there's not that much fear in the markets right now, right? We're not there yet. You can still buy single stocks, but I wouldn't buy speculative stocks yet. Okay. But right here, uh, when the VIX was intraday above 80 in March of 2020, um, everybody was saying it's, oh my God, it's, it's the end of the world. And Elon Musk uh, bought a ton of shares in Tesla then. Why? Because he's unemotional. And the best investors and business people in history are very unemotional. A lot of billionaires I've worked for, and I won't say which ones, are borderline Asperger's. Just very unemotional. Like when things are bad, they don't freak out. When things are good, when one of our companies would get acquired, you know, they, they weren't really happy. It's just unemotional. And so Elon Musk backed up the truck, bought a ton of Tesla stock when the VIX was above 80 in March of 2020. And then he sold a lot of those shares last fall um, when the market was near an all-time high. The high was, I think, in January. But um, yeah, you, you got to be unemotional. Yeah. And if, if you have additional questions about the VIX or, or how I mentioned the price of oil went negative, etc., I'm happy to go there and talk about that in more detail too. Just be a contrarian and your network will take net worth will take off in the long run. Okay. All right. Next up, I've got uh, uh, Tahir. And give me one second, guys. Next up, I got uh, Tahir who wrote, uh, Hello, I'm 20 years old. Great to see you. Uh, and I left school uh, when I was very young because of some reasons. And at this time, I'm thinking to learn a technical skill. So which skill uh, would be best for me? Yeah. Um, so what I would say is, is this. If I told you, and this is for everybody in this call, 
that you have a month off from work and you can't go to work, you can't go to school and you can't travel. What would you do with your time? Whatever that is, I think that's your passion, your calling, and you should not give a damn what anybody tells you if they tell you otherwise. But what I would do is I would check out to see if you're passionate about programming. So you can go just do a search for Angela Yu and take her Udemy courses on programming. Uh, they're a lot of fun. She's got a funny sense of humor. I have dad humor. Maybe she has mom humor. I don't know. She's funny. I'm not. Uh, but you can try her courses. And if it feels like fun for you, then maybe the technical skill you're looking for is to be a web developer or, or a Python programmer. Start with her complete web developer course. It's called something like that, web development. Uh, and if you enjoy that, then you can take one of her courses on how to make an iPhone app, etc. And you don't have to have any background in, in, in coding to do it. I would try that out. Yeah. Search for coupon code for first, of course. Okay. All right. Um, and Patricia said, uh, sorry, uh, Chris, we just lost power back on. Welcome back. Good, good to see you. Yeah. And for, the, for my students in Puerto Rico and Pakistan uh, that have power outages, my, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, I know that you've gone through pretty horrific uh, weather-based incidents. Yeah, especially in Pakistan. Yeah. Okay. Um, and next up, uh, Anurag wrote, uh, Hey, Chris, I overheard uh, you about discount. I purchased Silver Course already. Am I eligible for any discount? If so, what is the process? Yes. You can get a $250 discount uh, on gold or platinum you know, while positions are available. So just email me right now. Uh, email support at haroonventures.com. Uh, and request that coupon, and, and I'll send it back to you today or tomorrow. Yeah, thanks. Today. Yeah. I'll send it to you today. Okay. Uh, and Eric wrote, I never thought of gold as an investment, but a store of value. Yeah, and the United States dollar used to be based on gold until Richard Nixon took the U.S. dollar off the gold standard in 1972. Remember that guy? I'm not a criminal. <laughs> Okay, and Anurag wrote, uh, thanks for a wonderful MBA program. You're most welcome, and thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Okay, and then Patricia from New Jersey wrote, uh, and I asked you earlier about your e-bike, which I love e-bikes, man. It's my new thing. Uh, you wrote, uh, I had a, a Pedego Element, uh, which is a 48-volt e-bike. I just sold it because I bought a car for the winter. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, it's, here we don't have the, the, the snow. You wrote, I'm thinking of getting a different one uh, in the late winter. Yeah, the Super 73 is good. It doesn't go uphill as much. I like it because you get exercise. Uh, I have a Suron as well where you can't really get exercise. Yeah, although I did put pedals on for other reasons. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, Christina, how are you? Christina is the president of the Haroon Education Mentors uh, uh, Alumni Network, uh, and she is our fearless leader as well. She's great. And Peyton Kalawahea, who is one of my platinum students in the United States Navy in surface warfare. He coined that. He called her our fearless leader. So that's a big deal. Uh, so Christina wrote, good morning, Chris, and our amazing weekly webcast and global MBA family. Hope you're having an outstanding week so far. Cheers, Chris. I'm at 10 a.m. water and 2,500 steps. How about you? So for water, I'm at 9 a.m. In terms of my steps, I got the new Apple operating system so I can click here now to see steps. Not that many. It says 50 steps, is that right? Screw the new Apple operating system, it's not working. 130, 150 steps, I, I, got a, I got a lot of work to do. Okay, Digital Edwin uh, wrote, uh, hey Chris, I'm working on my YouTube channel, training people 
on digital marketing and web design using WordPress, uh, what would you advise me to do in terms of recording and shooting videos uh, equipment? So in, in my MBA program, the Golden Platinum version, um, uh, I have uh, Matt Lacuse, my chief creative officer, come in and teach three of the 100 classes. I teach 97 classes. He teaches three. And he teaches you how to use what you currently have from a video and audio perspective to have an amazing Zoom presence. Yeah. And Evelyn, who's one of my amazing students uh, in my, my June program this year, Platinum student, she said that a, that a great Zoom presence can do the same thing for your career that a great Italian suit can do for your career as well. I don't know if this is Italian. It's called Isaya. I've never heard of that brand, but yeah. You know what I'm getting at, yeah. So use what you have. Uh, if, if I had to say which products to buy right now, um, so audio, uh, what I would do, you might be able to, your, your current DSLR camera, your iPhone, you might be able to use that for recording these things for YouTube. These things are getting pretty damn good. In terms of audio, uh, what I would recommend is this guy here, okay? So this here is the, um, the, the Shure, I always have to look at the name, SM7B, and, and I got the idea from uh, Joe Rogan, not to be confused with Seth Rogan, uh, but this is good deep, deep audio uh, as well. But in order to get this, right, uh, what you have to get is two other things. And it's, it's moronic. Well, you got to buy a couple things. You got to buy this XLR cable, get two of these. And you have to get what's called a cloud lifter, which will boost the volume so it works better. Cloud lifter. And then what you're also going to get is um, this right here. Uh, it's called a focus right. Okay, it's made by Scar Scar. Hello, my name is Bob Burgundy from Haroon News Network, that's HNN, and I've got breaking news for you. It looks like technology behemoth Apple is trying to buy Nintendo. Breaking news, breaking news. I don't know if the deal will go through. I have to ask a number of our strategic advisors here to help us out to find out if this deal, in fact, will go through. And so the first strategic advisor that I want to ask is an expert in economics management and strategy. He works at a consulting firm called McKinsey, and his name is Chip Patterson. Chip, what are your thoughts? Yes, thank you, Bob, for that uh, introduction. Um, so I, this is an extraordinary deal, and I think it might make sense, but I'm not really sure yet. And so uh, here at McKinsey & Company, we pride ourselves on advising the most incredible companies and government agencies in the world. And so uh, by the end of this MBA degree program, uh, my fellow classmates here uh, will help me to analyze if this extraordinary deal makes a lot of sense or not. Thank you. And, uh, uh, cheerio. Thank you, Chip. The next expert we're going to ask is a finance and accounting expert who works at an investment bank called MHS, Morgan Haroon Sachs. His name is Gordon Lizard. Gordon, what are your thoughts on this deal? Thanks, Bob. I, I really appreciate it, eh? Um, so here at uh, uh, Morgan Haroon Sachs, uh, MHS actually, um, we're going to do a really deep dive to understand the financial statements of, um, you know, Nintendo and, and Apple. Uh, and, and I pride myself on being an amazing investment wanker, banker. Sorry. Uh, and we're actually going to have to have a lot of my fellow students here uh, during the Haroon Education Ventures MBA degree program help me to build out the financials. And don't worry, I know a lot of us don't understand yeah, how finance and accounting works, but we will by the end of this MBA degree program. In fact, here's what we're going to do, eh? We're going to figure it all out together. We're going to create the financial model, meaning the income statement, balance sheet, cash flow statement, etc. 
for uh, Nintendo as well as for Apple. And it's a bit complicated because Nintendo's an international company, uh, and so their financial statements are a little bit different uh, from Apple, but we're gonna figure it out, eh? Uh, and then what we're going to do is um, we're actually going to value the company using uh, discounted cash flow uh, as well as price earnings, multiple price to revenue um, and, and other, other metrics as well. And so that by the end of this MBA degree program, we will know how much Apple should potentially pay for uh, Nintendo. Thanks, Bob. Back to you. Thank you, Gordon. Our next expert is somebody that knows a lot about uh, sales, marketing, and communication, and his name is Stephen Ive. Stephen, you work at Apple. What are your thoughts on this deal? Thank, thank you, um, thank you, um, uh, Bob. I appreciate it. Thanks. Um, so uh, it's it's going to be in, um, important for me to convince um, our our board. Um, and, and shareholders to um, uh, approve of the deal. Um, and I'm not much of a presenter, um, but I know that a lot of my fellow students here uh, in the Huron Education Metrics uh, MBA degree program are gonna be able to help me to learn how to present much, much better uh, in the um, uh, SMC classes, that um, sales, um, marketing and communication classes so that um, they'll give me advice and together we'll be able to learn how to present um, to the board of, of Apple and, and the shareholders to convince them to the deal makes sense or, 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 if it, or if it doesn't. Thank you, Bob, back to you. Thank you, Stephen. Our next expert is an entrepreneurship expert uh, named Tony Shark. Now, Tony was about to sign an exclusive contract with Apple for his virtual reality goggles and his company, Shark Virtual Reality. Tony, is this deal still going through for you or because Nintendo has a great VR product, does Apple no longer need you, Tony? And what are you gonna do about this? Yeah, thanks, Bob. Um, so I was supposed to sign this exclusive contract with, um, with Apple for my, uh, you know, shark virtual reality goggles. Um, I, I think our product is a lot better than Nintendo's. And in the entrepreneurship track of this MBA degree program, uh, my fellow students and I are gonna work on a way to sell um, this product to Apple. And so th this product's amazing. Uh, I mean, you know, there, there's a hardware component to it, which has low margins. Uh, and then there's a software component to it with media, which is where you stream it. And it, it's really high margins. We, we got a great product here, much better than anybody else in the market. Uh, and so but last thing I'll say, Bob, and thanks again for having me on your show, is that uh, by the end of this uh, MBA degree program, uh, my, my fellow classmates and I uh, will be armed with this and we'll have what it takes uh, to be able to succeed in business uh, and take our, our careers to the next level. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Our next guest is somebody off the street here, a random person I just met whose goal is to work at Apple. Uh, and um, I, I wanna ask you from a personal growth perspective, how do you think you can get a job at Apple? So this guy's name here is Joe Jobs. How are you gonna get that job? Yeah, um, thanks for, uh, for having me on the show, Bob. I really appreciate it. So, so my dream has always been to work at Apple and I think I got what it takes. Uh, and I know that uh, my fellow classmates and I in this uh, Haroon Education Ventures MBA degree program, uh, in the personal growth classes, we're gonna learn just a ton so that uh, we can all get the job of our dreams. We'll learn how to interview and all that stuff. But I'm looking forward to getting a lot of help from my fellow classmates so that um, 
you know, we can get that dream job. I, I think I got what it takes. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, Joe. Well, there you have it. We talked to five experts who are going to help us understand how this deal is structured, if this deal will go through and whatnot. Uh, and by the end of this Haroon Education Ventures MBA degree program, you will all be armed with enough skills to understand from five different perspectives whether or not this deal makes sense. And those five perspectives are as follows. Economics, management, and strategy. Sales, marketing, and communication. Entrepreneurship. Personal growth. And finance and accounting. I'm Bob Burgundy signing out here from Haroon, Ed Haroon News Network's HNN. All right, thank you everybody for your patience. So I got my backup right here. It's my, my blue Yeti. Uh, it's, it's up top here. Um, so sorry about that. Um, it happens. It happens. So thank you for letting me humor you with my awful video, my multiple personalities. Oh, there's a cable from the Blue Yeti as well. Um, so let me actually go and just um, fix this cable and then I'll, I'll get back to your rest of your questions. Sorry about that. Okay, let, let me get to your questions now. <laughs> Never a dull moment. Mama said there'd be days like this. Okay, give me a second here. All right, uh, next up, um, so Digital Edwin, your question was about audio. This is what the Blue Yeti sounds like. It's not as good. Um, and if that sound is too high, if you want me to lower the, uh, uh, lower the gain a bit, let, let me know as well. Check, 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 check. Oh, oh. Okay. Screw it. Okay, we're, go we're good to go. Okay. Um, mic good? Okay, let me know if the, if the mic's okay for you guys. All right, so next up, uh, Digital Edwin wrote out, uh, what is your take on Forex and how do you view silver in five years? Yeah, so uh, Forex, um, I don't really try to uh, trade Forex. Uh, the way I think about foreign exchange is a way to hedge yourself if you have too much exposure to one currency. So a lot of companies, what they do is if they sell in U.S. dollars or their profits are in U.S. dollars uh, for the bulk of their, their, their sales, um, and they're based overseas. They might want to hedge themselves uh, by, you know, shorting their own currency or shorting the U.S. dollar as well. Um, nobody makes money off of uh, FX trading. And the reason you can't make money off FX trading in the long run is because what you're doing is you're, you're competing against, um, uh, I mean, you're, you're trading based on government data. Like, I have no idea what Putin's going to say next from a saber-rattling perspective. I don't know what, what Biden will say next to, you know, to China or Taiwan. What, I have no idea. So um, I'd be really careful with, with that. Okay. Um, uh, and then in terms of your view on silver in five years, I'm bullish longer term on silver. I like it because there's a dearth of supply. Um, silver has a small correlation to gold, but silver has more industrial applications than gold does, which is why silver is a little bit more cyclical. You can look at two instruments to invest in silver. One is SLV, that's a silver ETF, and SLW, silver Wheaton. Yeah. Okay. Next up, I've got here, a little hot on the mic. Okay, give me one second to fix that. One second. Check, 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 check. There we go. Good. All right. Thank you for the 
the hot mic comment. I fixed it. I'm no longer peeking anymore. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, Next up, uh, uh, Digital Edwin wrote, uh, how can I help you in Kenya with the school you're building? Uh, I can lift uh, a 50 kilogram bag of cement uh, I want to save for your MBA uh, course. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So uh, when I come to Kenya, I'll, I'll, definitely, uh, I'll definitely look you up and let you know. And Marin Karos uh, is my student. Um, she's from Kenya. She lives in the United Kingdom. Uh, but we're working on that uh, right now. Uh, with her dad. Her dad is based in Kenya and his name is, is Samsung. He's very, so he can lift lots of cement. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and again, I do apologize for the audio uh, issue there. Okay. Okay. Um, the problem is you have to restart the program and I don't want to restart Wirecast. Yeah. Okay. Um, Frederick wrote, uh, where can I find the Zoom link for today's call? Yeah, Fred, just go to my, my website um, and then just uh, at the top, just uh, log in uh, as an MBA student with a password from your class. It'll work. Don't worry uh, for the uh, for the January session or, or June. You'll, you'll see it there. Thanks. And if you don't see it, um, uh, just send me an email. Thanks. Okay. And thank you, everybody. Antonio, how are you? Uh, Antonio graduated from Platinum uh, last year. Uh, great to see you. And thank you all for your comments on on the no sound. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. But now you know what the Blue Yeti sounds like. It's not as good, right? Okay. All right. We got just a couple minutes left, and, and I got I to gotta wrap it up. That's my alarm telling me to wrap it up soon. Uh, and if you're in my silver program, I'll, I'll see you there in, in a couple minutes. Um, okay. But you guys all got to see Bob, right? Uh, and Gordon Lizard as well. Yeah, he made an appearance. They thought he was here to back me up, man. I would have had dead airtime. Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, Caroline, how are you? Caroline uh, just got married. Congratulations. I think you're, you're from France. You live in, in Ontario. You went to uh, Nova Scotia to get married, you mentioned, on a boat. Uh, so congratulations. Great to see you. Always nice to see you as, as well. Uh, and you're most welcome. It's great to be here. Uh, and then Patricia wrote, I love Gordon's hair. Hair, it really works. Yeah, he's a lot taller, too, wearing that hair. Yeah. Kind of like me. I'm a boat. I'm now like six foot two. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay. Uh, uh, and Antonio said, when you touched the mic, it started to make interference. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I messed up a, a switch there. It, it's not the focus, right? It's, it's actually Wirecast, the software that's messing things up. So sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. But again, we got rescued by Gordon Lizard. He's kind of a dick, but he helped us out there. Yeah. My favorite part of the whole video, though, uh, is, is the dude in the McKinsey shirt. Uh, Chip Peterson or whatever his name is, uh, where he goes, this is an extraordinary deal. Yeah, a little bit of Mike Myers influence there. Okay. All right, guys. Um, uh, and Vin wrote, I'm sorry about criticizing your charity program. I don't see your criticism up top if you wrote it somewhere. Um, I don't see it. If you include a link, I don't see it. Or if you put swear words, a lot of times it blocks it out. Yeah. Um, no offense taken because I didn't see it. Uh, Electronic Clinic wrote, Hi, Chris. Uh, where can I find the link for the Zoom call? Yeah. If you're in the Silver program, go to the first lecture in the program and, and you'll find it there. All right. And with that, guys, I am going to wrap up today's call. Uh, again, I am sorry about the audio issues there. Um, for those of you that are joining the Silver call and the Golden Platinum call later today in the 101s, 
I will restart Wirecast so I won't have that same issue again. But hey, now you know, Digital Edwin D, uh, what, what the Blue Yeti sounds like. It's not as good uh, as the Shure SMB. Uh, but there, there you have it. Okay, good. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to end this webcast with the same video I show usually, which I, I think is life-changing. It's from Steve Jobs. Um, it's, it's actually from the Silicon Valley Historical Association. Uh, I licensed it for, for a number of years. They're, they're, they're great to give me a, a discounted license uh, for educational purposes. They're amazing. Uh, and I uh, would love to see you guys join uh, the MBA program. Go to HaroonMBA.com for more details. Uh, we start gold and platinum uh, next uh, Friday. 100% money back guarantee. God bless you all. Have a great weekend. Don't worry about anything career-wise because God already knows what's going to happen, which should put you at ease. So take care. Lots of love. Uh, I appreciate you guys showing up every single week here. I love you and thank you. When you grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is and your your life is just to live your life inside the world. Try not to bash into the walls too much. Uh, uh, try to have a nice family life. Uh, have fun. Save a little money. Um, but life... That's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can, you can build your own things that other people can use. And the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will, you know, if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can, you can change it, you can mold it, um, that's maybe the most important thing, is to shake off this, uh, th this uh, erroneous notion that life is, is there and you're just going to live in it, versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. Um, I, I think that's very important. And however you learn that, once you learn it, uh, you'll want to change life and make it better, because it's kind of messed up in a lot of ways. Um, once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. Well, that ends this week's podcast. I want to thank you very much for your time. If you want to download my latest book for free or get access to coupons on my courses or learn more about my MBA degree program and much more, please visit HaroonVentures.com. Again, that's HaroonVentures.com. Thanks again for listening in.